Welcome to the Man Up or Shut Up Show, where four men unite in search of the truth. Feelings will be hurt. Talk to your doctor to see if this information is right for you. Hello and welcome to Man Up or Shut Up. We are on episode, I have no idea, but you know, it's okay because I'm glad you guys are joining us. Um, I hope you enjoyed the special. Obviously, uh, we we did miss Victor during the special, but guess what? He's with us today. Somehow. So it's going it's to be great. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about a very hot topic, uh, Ukraine. Yes. Um, that's uh, personally, I'm actually Ukrainian. My, my parents are from the Ukraine. Um, Peter is half Ukrainian, half Russian. So, so is Dimitri. Um, now, uh, yes, exactly. Right, right down the middle. Uh, as for Victor, <laughs> I don't know, maybe Denmark. <laughs> I'm, I'm West Virginian, his, his as right they say. Uh, I'm, West, I'm West Virginian, and we, West we have a, a long, deep-rooted history in West Virginia. Yeah. Victor is uh, we're I'm, American. He's, I'm from, uh, his, real, his real name is John Smith. I'm from the, Don, <laughs> the, the Donbass region of West Virginia. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure, Victor, you have some Russian in you, bro. You look like a Russian. This big, massive beard. You look more Russian than all of us. See, this, of course, you guys I, did, I look more stereotyped. Oh, snap, I'm giving away his identity. Oh, no. And, he's, <laughs> and, he, got, and he got himself a Russian name. I yes. know, right? That's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, man, he's, his name is Victor. How could he not be Russian? Victor. So, Victor, you're responsible for all this. Vitalik, that's right. What do you have to say right. for yourself? Uh, <laughs> I, I, what have I, you done? I, what have I... I don't know, man. Uh, so is that my cue? Are we starting out with me? Sure. <laughs> yeah. I just, sure, whatever. It's He's like, like whatever. So, Victor, Victor, why did you start the war? <laughs> why did I start the war? Well, there is man, many pressures from all the different uh, globalists in the Americas and the NATOs. <laughs> so yeah. I wish I wish to uh, stop the NATO. Um, no, I, I think that uh, personally... I think Zelensky is probably almost as corrupt as Putin, if not more corrupt. I don't know. I think they're both corrupt politicians, right? And I think Zelensky, I think Biden promised Zelensky a whole lot of money if he pissed off Putin with, with, in, in time to uh, prevent people from seeing a bunch of crazy revelations about the coronavirus. And uh, what do you know? Uh, right when a ton of crazy things were released about the coronavirus. Oh, suddenly it's like, oh my gosh, World War Three! So uh, they really, I personally believe it was choreographed. I think that, uh, I think that the the globalists uh, were able to get uh, some Ukrainians to provoke Russia. Um, not to say that Russia should invade. Not that that's a good yeah. thing. <laughs> But but I think that none of us are global leaders, so I don't think any of us would really know what we would do in that scenario. I don't know if if I was Russia, I don't know what I would do. I have no idea. But I know if I was president of America and Russia were putting missiles along. I know if you if you were if you were if you if you were a leader of Russia, you would bring the entire country to Jesus Christ. That's what you would do. I would try. (laughs) I would definitely That's try. Right. Yes, I would exactly. definitely try. <laughs> you you would preach the gospel every day. 
<laughs> Amen. I mean, for real though, it's like, but yeah, any leader that's going to do that is not going to get elected nowadays. I mean, it just, yeah. yeah. It, or it's very unlikely, at least very unlikely. Not, not to say it can't happen because uh, it's happened in the past, but um, yeah, not, not likely. So I don't know. That's my that's my gut take of it. And I think that I've never seen more war propaganda in my life. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen so many, so many evil people virtue signaling over this. Like, I mean, you have Disney virtue signaling over this. Like, oh, we're not going to release our movies in Russia. I mean, it just mm-hmm. retarded stuff like stuff like that. Yeah. You have. You have uh, even in Ohio, our state government voted to take all Russian vodka off the shelves. Like that's gonna do yep. anything. Like, are you serious? Taking yeah. Russian they vodka? Had, think, yeah. The, yeah, the Capitol building they put up the Ukrainian flag and things like that. You know, it's yes. like basically, and then of course, and then anyways, not my opinion. I want to hear no, it yeah. almost first before so, anybody so, gets. So this is my biggest thing. Obviously, the the people that are going to suffer out of this are the Ukrainians, right? It's really sad because the civilians, they don't deserve any of this. They're just trying to live their lives. Obviously, I don't wish war on anybody. You know what I mean? I don't wish wish Putin to invade anyone's country. But the sad thing is the generals that are gathered at these black masses are just like witches at black masses. You know, these guys are gathered to, uh, by the way, that's quoting a Black Sabbath song, in case you guys didn't know. Great song. Um, what is that? It for us? It's. It, I'll. I'll. We'll do a. We'll do a group rendition later on. Of, uh, yes. My yeah. mother told me <laughs> someday I will. Buy. Okay, hold on. How do you know that song? You guys are turning a very serious episode. And I, like, I like how he doesn't know five hundred miles, but he knows that song. Yeah. Well, hold on. No, that I taught my kids that song like a while ago. That's a great song. <laughs> That song that Dimitri was singing? Yeah, that song I, I literally yeah, that's taught. That's pretty cool. I do. I like that. It's like I taught my daughters to sing that as a lullaby for my kids. <laughs> oh man, that's that's I I don't like that song because it's in the movie Vikings and they're like vicious killers and stuff. Yeah, I know. You should see how creepy it is when my daughter sees it, but it's amazing. She's like, she sings it good. She, she sings it like in her nightgown, like yeah, she literally does, like holding the b- baby. Yeah, yeah, it's a great song. Anyway, that's a, that's a sidetrack. Yeah, sorry uh, but about that. Rabbit, that's all right. All right. So I kept, I'm going to keep it concise. That's pretty much it. The biggest thing is uh, after you guys all get your opinions out too, I want to, I want to just tell you guys briefly all the things that came out about the coronavirus while, uh, while we were all looking at Ukraine and Russia. So sure. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so I agree with you. There is not a single thing that happens that is not pre-planned and pre-orchestrated in some way or another. Um, I don't remember if I mentioned this during the George Soros uh, episode or not, but I did, I, I believe I did, where I said that George Soros had a lot of foundations and the Democrats had a lot of um, backing in Ukraine where they were controlling yeah. a lot of the government. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this is something that's been out for quite a while. And this was prior to COVID. I mean, you look at Hunter Biden and some like just just the amount of crap that's had that happened in Ukraine was not good. I mean, I had I had documents that just were very long. Let's go with that. Um, actually, Glenn Beck, who uh, you know a lot of people call him conspiracy a conspiracy theorist, did a very very in depth uh, analysis of that. And unfortunately, the the Ukrainians uh, fell for a hook, line, and sinker. 
And regardless of which, which uh, politician they put into place, it was always people that were in some way or some form controlled by either the Democrats or George Soros foundations uh, and some kind of tie in there. So, uh -huh. I mean, let's say, for example, you're a globalist and you want to control everything already. That's your, that's your goal. Your goal is world domination. Your goal is to get the sheeple to not pay attention to you. Well, what's the best way to do it? We're going to have another war. We're going to have a world war. Well, look at, look at Russia. Um, look at what they're doing. And uh, let's shift, shift the focus over here. And then yoink, and all that information just gets swept under the rug and just kind of just goes away because people have an attention span of a gnat. Um, but still, even with all of that, I do feel bad for the Russian people. I, I, they, I hope they have you, our prayers. You mean, you mean the Ukrainians? The Ukrainians, my bad. Yeah. I, this is the wrong thing. Wow, you're about to be hated by the whole world. I, I know, right? No, uh, I, I feel bad for the Ukrainian people, but I actually feel bad for some of the Russian people, too, because yeah. because yeah. I've seen a lot of uh, what is it called protests in Russia. They're like, we're not for this. We don't want a war, you know, so it's like and then there's American American Russians who are just like, OK, I haven't been in Russia forever. I am I am a, <coughs> I am an American citizen. You know, I, I don't have anything to do with Russia. And there's people who just hate them. It's kind of like uh, like when when Japan bombed uh, the United States. Uh, well, it, thankfully, it's not that bad. But uh, what they did was they took him into a, a concentration camps, basically. They just took all the Jap Japanese people, put him on, on, on trains and sent them off because they couldn't trust them. It's like. That's basically what they're creating yet again. You know, now the Russians are the the scapegoat. You know, it's yeah. There, there's some other interesting things, and I don't know. Like I said, I haven't delved into them. But just a quick add-on. One of the scary things is um, this. I talked about this guy before. This one guy I know. Um, he's got a lot of connections, and I do believe he has all these connections because he was part of the Marsoc um, psychops team or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Um, he says that he's known for quite a while via like some of his CIA friends that um, we've been training basically Ukrainian rebels, uh, basically in in in, in guerrilla warfare, um, specifically specifically to help destabilize that region, similar to how we trained ISIS agents in the Middle East, and that's the sad thing too is like it's very hard for us to know the level of, okay, did the Ukrainian government actually go after Russian citizens in Donetsk and Luhansk? I don't, I don't know. I mean that, you know, I don't think, I mean, do you know any, do you guys know anyone in that region that would actually have firsthand knowledge of that? Because I don't know. I'm really, I'm really curious to, to find that out, but I, I mean, my know. mom might, but yeah. I, I haven't asked her about it. I know, I know we have, uh, my mom has some second cousins that still live there, but uh, for the most part, like, I don't really have any immediate family out there. Yeah. Most the sources really, we had, we had as a cousin that yeah. asked their family from there and they basically just said, oh, we heard a missile fly by, but then it hit, uh, went and like hit a military base and things like that, which Putin said that was his, uh, yeah. 
well, going. Not, what he's going to do? He said he was not going after citizens. He's not going there. He had a specific goal and plan in mind, and he basically made it known to them, this is what I'm doing. And if anyone steps in the way of what I'm doing, then we're going to have problems. But he, you know, he was saying clearly he's not out there to go out there and just murder regular citizens, just knock door to door. Hey, are you a regular peaceful citizen? Yes. You know? Yeah. So it seems like, but again, I'm not, I'm not trying to put Putin here on the pedestal or anything, but just saying based off what he, he was saying and what I've, from what I've heard of based on the conversations, like my cousin talked to some people from there and that's the most they say. You know, that that's what they've well, seen. But nobody from my family, from Russian side, from Ukrainian side, nobody said they witnessed any of this, you know, this happening besides just talk and news and things like that right now. What I'm really curious about is are were the Russian citizens, or I'm sorry, the the ethnic Russians in, in Donetsk and Luhansk actually being attacked by Ukrainians because that was one of Putin's claims. And I'm really mm-hmm. curious to find that because because the all the news cycles, right, are completely dismissing that as propaganda. And it, it very well might be propaganda, right? Yeah. But I do know that or at least my understanding is that there is a large population of Russians there. And I through personal experience, I do know some Ukrainians that hate Russians. And I mean, they they hate them. And I'm like, wow. I have personal experience of that as well. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, what the heck? I didn't know that that was even a thing. It's like hating black people or something for being black. It's like, why on earth would you hate them for that? It's stupid racism straight up. No, it's it's true. They could be very vicious, like to the point where um, I used to know know this one person. If you ever called him Russian, oh, man, he would he would go fighting words. Yeah. Flip out. (laughs) Yeah. It's just it's like it's like, dude, calm down. You know, I mean, yeah. I literally, my blood, as far as I'm aware, is like 90% or something like that. It's very, very high of yeah. Ukrainian. Both yeah. my dad yeah. and mom are from there, you know? I yeah. mean, I, I might have some maybe Polish and maybe a little bit of Mediterranean a little bit further up, but who cares? I mean, it's such yeah. an insignificant thing. It's like you... <clears throat> I find it yeah. funny, actually, like more than anything else, when when people freak out about like, how dare you? Yeah, it, it, it is weird. And so that that's why that, like that's what I want to know. And I know it's probably at this point impossible to even figure out. But like I said, I'm really curious to find out if there were Ukrainian ultranationalists attacking Russians in those regions, like Putin said. Now, again, I don't. I don't think it was to the level that he said because he called it a genocide, right? But still, if I'm in a region and I'm literally being attacked every day, or people are attacking, you know, other people around me that look like me or or are Russian like me, you know, or not not that I'm Russian, yeah. but you know what I mean. If I was hypothetically like that, that would suck, and I kind of would want someone to come and freaking help me out. Yeah, you know what I mean, right. So that's yeah. where that's where it's like. It, Again, I don't think Putin is justified in this situation, but I still think that um, there's definitely there's, so, definitely, yeah, that's a, there's definitely weird things going on. There's yeah. really weird crap going on, and I, our governments are not telling us in any way, shape, or form what's going. All we're hearing is like serious propaganda. I don't know if you guys have seen all the all the stuff. Well, can okay. Roma, you, you got you guys invited me to this, so we're gonna start sharing crap. <laughs> can, right, I, can I share, share my screen? Well, let me, let me share my screen. Uh, yeah, hold on one sec. Give me two seconds. 
Yeah. But yeah, that's what basically his claim was regarding. It's basically kind of like BLM. You know how they got fired up and somebody's, yeah. somebody was financing all this. And uh, most likely, we all know uh, George Soros and some globalists probably had some something to do with that, you know, with these uh, riots and all these things. And then, you know, often their channel is, hey, you know, the BLM, for example, they're channeling their hatred towards let's just hurt all the white people that's gonna yeah. solve our problems you know so basically exactly. his claim was putin's claim was that basically that was happening in ukraine you know for many many years after 2014 because before 2014 there was still a pro-russian 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 president yeah exactly the pro-russian government basically and then they said a, a, something that they refer to it as a coup d'etat or something i yeah. call it a coup d'etat yeah <laughs> a coup de, that helps me remember a coup, it a coup like d'etat a coup de tete. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So basically, after that, basically, you know, they it was pretty much like the BLM thing. Yeah, because yeah, that's know, over, democratic. Overturned them. <laughs> that's democratically electing presidents, right? Because yep. we yeah, all exactly. know Zelensky was democratically elected, and he's just this yeah. bastion of democracy. Which yeah, you put on a exactly. So basically, you put on a sissy fit, you burn things, and you replace the government, and then basically, his claim is it was established with purposely designed for hating more of the hating russians government you know that is highly influenced by the natos and the globalists and all that you know and throughout these years many years from 2014 till present you know who's pretty much tolerating the top of this that they're basically more and more pushing the russians out you know because there's a lot of cause russians and ukrainians in my eyes they're the same people you know but yep. basically a lot there's a lot of russians especially on the east side of uh, on the east side of ukraine that live there and basically more and more, you know, they're getting suppressed and, you know, and all this against them and this hatred. And this, that's what you're saying regarding the neo-Nazis, basically, you know? Yeah. Do you, do you hear me? Oh, yeah, I thought, yeah, we, I thought you guys yeah, lost me somewhere. But, yeah, so basically there you go. And then over time, I guess that was a build-up, build-up and other things that you mentioned, which we can talk a little later about. And ultimately left, led to him to this point that he made that decision. So. Yeah. So so this is what I wanted to show you guys. And I know you guys have probably seen this. This is what we what's called a deep fake. All right. And these are out there everywhere now. This okay, so what's what's interesting about this is literally this is technology that I can use as a multimedia specialist. I can do this. Like you could give me someone's face and I can put it on someone's body. So I want you to see how good this is. I don't know if you can see it very well on your screens, but okay. So we all know that Zelensky is on the front lines, right? Yep. Oh, he's, yep. you see him out there. He's this Supposedly, soldier, this, yeah. this brave soldier yeah, on the front lines. Yeah. So look at this, all right? This is not Tom Cruise, okay? Just bear this in mind. I've seen this. I, I've seen this guy. This is okay. really awesome. This is not just a guy. That is somebody. That is the computer putting Tom Cruise's face on someone else, okay? Yeah. This is not Tom Cruise. But it's, I mean, you can't tell. That's you see insane. It? So my you point can't trust is, anything you, see you literally <laughs> cannot even trust your eyes. It doesn't matter what yeah. they're showing us. That's what's so scary. And that's why my position as an American is that our government is totally evil for meddling in any of this. And if we had yeah. any good government at all, we would just stay the heck out of it because there is no way for us to know what is the truth. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I, I definitely agree with the U.S. Yeah. staying out of it. They have their own problems and they have their own yeah. border problems that they, it seems like they don't care about and yet they care about ukrainian russian border you know yeah exactly supposedly. exactly it, it just it, there's there's so many th- i mean our, our government's fallen man like it, it really has i mean there's so many evil 
people in yeah. power here. It's it's disturbing. Literally, we have no moral ground to interfere in any way. The amount of empire building this nation yeah. has done over the past, you know, 30 years, it's just insane. So yeah. that's where like I get really mad is like when when I, I have a lot of friends that are war hawks, right? And they literally say stupid things like, oh, well, we need to give Ukraine nuclear weapons. Okay. Do you realize how many more Ukrainians will die if we give them one nuclear weapon? Let's say we give them one. Let's say we give them 10 and they all secretly carry them into Russian cities and detonate them. Do you know how bad that would be for Ukraine? There would be no Ukraine. It would be a crater. You know, Russia currently admits right so this is what's really interesting is during the disarmament phase you know they were trying to reduce the number of icbms so they got down supposedly to four thousand icbms but they've been building them back up since then so no one knows how many nukes they have how many uh, not just how many nukes how many avant-garde nukes okay which are the hypersonic missile system that they have okay they have a system that is faster than anything in the world i mean we're talking Speeds of up to Mach 20, you know what I mean? Like insane speeds that people can't even imagine. And obviously that could be propaganda, but they've publicly demonstrated these systems. That's what's so interesting is they're very proud of that system. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're not afraid to show it. And, they, and they've publicly demonstrated the avant-garde missile system. And everyone's very quiet. I, I personally believe that they actually want Russia to set off a nuke. I think that they really need a big sure. cover-up. <laughs> They need a big one. So. Yeah, but they're trying to stir him up. And yeah, for maybe for uh, excuse to maybe get rid of some evidence in Ukraine or something. Yeah, well, exactly. And and let's take a prime example. Uh, you know, when Obama was in office, you saw North Korea, you saw um, China. Well, th- he was very good friends with China, but but you saw just the world and how many wars he started in the short amount of time. Now. Don't get me wrong. George Bush also did yeah. that. You know, yeah. Clinton did that. And this is something that annoyed me too. Trump did that. He didn't oh, yeah. do it as much, but he still did it. Yep. Um, but it, they're all, all of them suck. Um, some of them suck a little less. Yeah. Um, with <clears throat> in particularly, um, Obama and freaking Biden. So both of them. The The issue there is that you have a very weak leader who comes into office and then just things just go down. But what the actually what's actually happening is it's a Democrat that goes into office and then he proceeds to push through his own agenda. And uh, and the Republicans that do get voted in, they're more often than not rhinos. And uh, that's why they were uh, even what is it called? Trump, say what you will about him. I mean, there's a lot of things I I don't like about him. One of the things was the masks. He started that crap. Uh, he, he started he did, the lockdown. He did Operation War. Well, here's the thing is they're all this is what's so disturbing is they're all in bed, dude. They're all doing the will for the most part of whoever the global elites are. That's right. what's so scary is like and and. and at least we had some peace during Trump's administration. I will right. give Trump that. We did not have any wars that we were act. I mean, we, there there were wars still going on. Don't get me wrong. There was still the Middle East going on. Right. But it seemed like he was trying to prevent that. Yep. But what's really interesting to me is he's the one 
that started Operation Warp Speed. He's the one that launched the whole the whole vaccine um, building system, right? I mean, he now at least the public government funded portion of it. Let's just put it that way. He pushed the government funding through specifically for that. And that is the most disturbing fact about Trump for me. And I can't get over that because I'm telling you, the stuff that's come out about the, the coronavirus vaccine is very, very disturbing. It, I mean, the, it, it came out just literally like, um, I think, five days ago. It becomes part of your DNA permanently. Right. And our, this is our... this is this is not just this is not just a a like hypothesis. This is a multiple peer reviewed published study. Yeah. Um. It's it becomes part of your DNA. Some are literally and... saying like like predicting like a lot of like really educated doctors and people are saying yeah. literally that people that got vaccinated are like um you pretty much have three to five years to live and you're yeah. dead. Exactly. And, pretty and I, crazy. But and there's I think a lot of people that made those bold statements. Exactly. And and I and I used to be really skeptical of those statements. I was like, oh my gosh, these these guys, you know, this is too far. But holy cow, the more I learn about what's going on, the more I really think that these people are gonna die. And not only are they gonna die, I think they're gonna die of cancer, and I think they're gonna die of autoimmune hepatitis, and I think they're gonna die of neurological disorders. And I think what's really fascinating is if they can get Russia to launch nukes, they will then be able to blame all the cancer on the fallout radiation. And I know at first, when I first thought about it, I thought that is so far out, but literally it seems like they're pushing for a nuclear strike of some kind. They want something out of of them. And I don't know if they can get it out. Now look at this. You guys are going to love this. Look at this news story. Oh, where is it at? Maybe they already took it down. Shoot, I think they took it down. Uh, you trust is... Russia today? Uh, I, I mean, obviously, there's some, there's definitely some propaganda in it, but I, I use Russia today a lot to try to... Go to Ukraine, Ukraine today. Is there a Ukraine today? Because I'd go there. <laughs> no, I just made that up. I don't know. Okay, look does at this. It, this it is exist? Maybe it does. This is really interesting, so look at this. U.S. envoy sends world united world united warning to Russia, China, and Iran. Okay, it's very interesting. So you've got three nations here. Okay, and you've got the Israeli flag. Why in the heck is the Israeli flag here? Okay, why do you have the ambassador to Israel speaking on this subject? Right. So you've got the ambassador to Israel speaking about this. And what's so funny and interesting is he says the U.S. envoy sends a world united warning. Okay, really interesting. In Revelation, it talks about, and I don't, I'm not saying that this is this for sure or anything like that, but it's it's an interesting parallel, right? In Revelation, before the Antichrist comes to power, you have three kings that resist the Antichrist, and you have ten world powers, right? So it's really interesting how three kings resist the Antichrist, and then they are utterly crushed, it says. It says they're plucked up by the roots. Oh, we lost Dimitri. Shoot. Oh, it's the second time. It, it's it's I, I know this is the part that he wanted to jump in on too. I know it. <laughs> but anyway, it's really interesting that it phrased they phrase it just like that. And they they've got the Israeli flag right there and how the US envoy sends a world united warning to Russia, China, and Iran. I don't know. Just kind of just kind of uh 
is is obviously I'm not saying oh this you is think exactly the- what happened in Revelation. Yeah. It's just like oh wow maybe it could be you know. So I I explain it this way, and I mean the Bible actually talks about this. Uh, the it talks about birthing pains and that we're going to experience. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah things that are slowly going to get worse. Right. Um, as, as time goes on and then, you know, it says, do not worry your, the time is not yet, but it will happen. Right. So the, the most important thing as a Christian, I think we should be watching, uh, you know, we should be watching the signs. We should know what's in revelations. I actually know quite a few, uh, Christians who have not read revelations and the one that, and the ones (laughs) that have, um, basically think it's a, um, it's like a, how, like a parable almost. You yeah, know, they, think, of, they, think, they think the entire thing is just a total parable. And don't get me right. wrong. There are definitely symbolic things that they talk about. In for sure, yeah. yeah but but I mean, but a lot of yeah. that comes from misunderstanding. So like, for example, yeah. um, if I was looking at like technology 3,000 years in advance, like yeah. 3,000 years in the future, yeah. and then you asked me to describe everything, as well as i could you're gonna get some level of discrepancy the the reason you're gonna get that is because i can only describe how i understand in today's current environment um it's kind of like what they talked about when the uh, apparently when the indians saw these humongous ships coming in with like christopher columbus right um they apparently looked at them in a different way like they didn't look at them like like oh crap we're getting invaded they looked at them like oh what's that it's just a different because they don't really have a concept of what's coming in that ship they don't understand that there could be x amount of people in there there could be cannons there could be you know whatever it is the point is is all they can see now well sorry I'm, i keep distracting myself with my own brain apparently <laughs> <laughs> i can't even finish a thought without like stopping myself and going hey hold on let me let me chase this other like another rabbit trail <laughs> exactly uh, <laughs> but but the point is so i'm not gonna get sidetracked um we're screwed we're screwed <laughs> No, no, we're gonna win in the end that's the most important thing but you can have a little bit of a difference of describing something just because you don't understand it in this time and john was in jesus's time you know so that they they had carts and horses they didn't exactly have ships that traveled the way they ours do or the cars or all of the stuff that they do now he i still think he did a fantastic job i mean steven anderson in particular i think he breaks uh breaks down um revelation, revelation very, very really well 100 percent agree <laughs> but um yep. anyway so yeah dimitri like i don't know if you saw that article i pulled up but um it was just no, really- no, I, I, I i actually got lost for like uh five minutes so, so- and then so yeah, basically all it was it's really it's just really weird the way they placed it on Russia today. They have a picture of the uh US ambassador to Israel. He's got the Israeli flag next to him and then above it it says US envoy sends world united warning to Russia, China and Iran. 
And I said, you know, it's interesting. It, it Obviously, I'm not saying it is this in Revelation or in Daniel, but it does remind me of the three horns that don't want to obey the beast and they get destroyed. Basically, yeah. they want to fight against the beast, even though like, again, I'm not like, for example, you guys, you guys hear me? Yeah. OK, yeah, we hear you I, only got, I, I only got two bars. So, you know, obviously, if I break up, you guys just talk, keep talking. But yeah. um, you speaking of, uh, you know, Bible, right? So, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I know a lot of people, they agree that the bear in the Bible represents Russia and it grabs three ribs. Yeah, basically takes ten that's holding in its mouth. And it's a uh, its own its own king that's basically trying to gather its own power within its uh, grasp, I guess. Um, yeah, it is really interesting. It is, and and again, I I don't know who knows what's going to happen in the future, but that just that that um, screenshot there just made me think of that, um, just of the way the way it's worded in Revelation specifically. Um, yep. So I, I think I, th I think basically, you know, we're, we often think of the, you know, globalists, they are this perfect union of just people who are trying to bring a one world government. But I actually think there's just the, there's like two or three maybe groups of globalists who do want to be the leaders of the global of the globe, but they are also at war with each other. So I think there's globalists that are in Russia that don't necessarily agree with the globalists that are over, let's say, trying to, you know, take, you know, that are basically more over Europe and stuff, right? So what I think is basically it's two different globalist teams that are technically facing off. Man, he was doing so good. It's like all the important yeah. parts are breaking up. Globalists don't want him to share it. <laughs> Maybe he should get that uh, Tesla uh, satellite. And oh, the Starlink? Basically, yeah, yeah. strategic trying to grip. So, I need help over here. I was expecting that. I was expecting Diva to keep talking, you know, and yeah. then eventually he's going to hear all of us talk. And he's just gonna like stop because he realized, you know, we have lost him a long time ago. Yeah, I have three uh, bars right now. Can you hear me? No. no, yes. no. Yeah, we hear you. Now we can hear you. I'm entering Vermont right now. That's all I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I got anyway. three bars now. All right. So yeah. So basically, it's two globalist team facing off of each. Tor is facing off, and Ukraine is a strategic location or a country that both teams are trying to grab. So Russia gets pissed when Ukraine basically, you know, uh, trying to go with the other side, and then you know the other side wants Ukraine to be with them instead of with Russia. It's yep. like it, right. it's like if, it's like if California separated itself from America and it's technically a different country, but it once was part of America. And then California tries to join the China team, you know, and you know, in California, it's like what we're on our we're our own independent country. What we want to be with uh, China, you know, and then America's like hell to the no. You know, yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> exactly. So 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 it's really interesting because, um, again, 
and I, I know we keep doing this caveat just because of the 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 climate in which we live now, where if you say anything that remotely sounds good about Putin, you're immediately judged as a communist and fascist. Right. Yep. Right? Yep. Exactly. So so what's and but I don't care. You know what? This is what really interests me about Putin is I've actually watched maybe I would say a couple hours worth of his speeches, right? I've listened to yep. him and just read the subtitles, like yep. because I find him interesting. Yeah, exactly. And this is one thing I will say, and this is just a gut reaction by me, and, and I'm sure you know Peter will back me up on this. When I look at the dude's face, he does not look like a liar. He doesn't yeah. look like he's lying about what he wants to do and what he wants. Hey, it's a very yeah. interesting thing that yeah. this one liars, guy – They're to... good at that. <laughs> That's true, but here's the There's thing. There's one yeah, guy yeah. I used to work with. Sorry, like yeah. this one guy I used to work with, he hated Putin so much, and he walked – the Ukrainian news every single day and his hatred for Putin would grow like on a daily basis. Yeah. And, and then he would listen to Putin and then he would listen Oh man. Oh, this sounds oh. like a very interesting story. I, I know. I'm like, please. But, but unfortunately, right we can't no, make sorry. anything out. Alright, go ahead. So, no, uh, there's one speech. Um, I'm going to try to find it and send it to you guys. It's a 12-minute speech by Putin. And um, it's very interesting where he, what he was talking about in it was specifically why they are mad about Ukraine. And what he said in his speech was since the 1990s, since the fall of the Soviet Union, uh, you know, like where the, the fall was completed by 1991, Mm-hmm. basically he was very uh, they were very open to being friends with the west after that and one of the promises made by nato was that they would not expand one inch more to the east and he kept saying that that they said use the term one inch more yeah and yep. he said what happened he said we were lied to he's like there have been yep. five nato expansions toward us and every time they put more offensive and defensive weapon systems along the borders as they move towards us. And he himself made the exact com- exact comparison that we're making. He said, what he's like, are we going towards the United States? Are we setting up missile bases on their borders? Not at all. We have no desire to do that. He said, how would they react if we put missiles yeah. along the Canadian border or on the Mexican border? They would exactly. freak out. And literally this is exactly what he said. He said, but this is exactly what we are doing, what the United States is doing by proxy. We are allies with these nations that are joining NATO, and then as soon as they join NATO, we are giving them weapons and saying, here you go. Here, set up these missile defense systems right here. Yeah. Perfect. And in, in that area, I do not blame Russia for freaking out. I do not blame yeah. Putin yeah. for freaking out. Now. Do I blame him for invading? Yeah, he's invading Ukraine. I mean, I think that's pretty clear at this point. Unless unless all media is just totally lying and this is literally just a rumor of war, there is no real war, which <laughs> literally with the way they can fake things, that's possible. Yeah. You know, But that's very unlikely. I think Putin is at war right now, and I, and I don't know, you know what he's going to do in the end. I just really hope he does not... I mean, it's almost like we're at his mercy, and and I understand that, you know what I mean. And I and I and I, even as and I know this sounds crazy, 
But even as an American, I've literally thought I would love to memorize a speech in Russian and just tell Putin, hey, I hope you know that Americans do not condone what our country has done to Russia. Mm-hmm. I don't con- I don't condone it. And I think people are idiots if they condone the aggression of America towards Russia. It's like we could be such good friends with that country. You know what I mean? But but for our government, our government works against us. And I think yeah. the, I think the reason that they're doing this, the main reason they're doing this is to hide what the war crimes. I think that they intentionally created COVID virus as an offensive weapon and intentionally released it against the American. I, I think against the world. I think it's, it was mm-hmm. meant to destabilize the world. And they're guilty of killing a lot of people and doing untold amount of damage through the vaccine. So it's it, it, it it's just disgusting, man, and it's really depressing. And, and I don't think people – I know so many people that are just – it's amazing how they think like cavemen. So, oh, Russia bad. We must kill Russia. You know, yeah, it, yeah. it's amazing to me. It's like how stupid can you be? You know what I mean? Like yep. have you never met a Ukrainian or Russian? You know what I mean? It's like yeah. they're they're people too. They aren't the yeah. Klingons. These aren't the Klingons. This isn't Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that, that was the big thing that was very surprising to me is how quickly people just all of a sudden magically they can trust the mainstream media yeah. here, you know? They can trust and, Biden and they're, and they suddenly. Have, yeah, exactly. Now they're like everywhere, literally. All the media outlets literally, you know, uh, Putin bad, Ukrainian good, you know, basically yeah. just like this narrative that everybody's pushing, you know, it's like, what the heck? It's, it makes me just question. They're like, ah, I'm not to be too quick just to, without, with my emotions. Like, hey, I have Ukrainian in me. I'm Ukrainian. My mom's Ukrainian. Therefore, I'm going to agree with this opinion, you know? So yeah. I'm like, it's got to, sometimes you got to get your emotions out of it. And literally it's okay, where's the other side of the story? And if there is not the other side of the story, why? Who's censoring it? Why would they yeah. want to censor it? What's going on here? You know, why is, why is the mainstream media so quick to just, you know, everybody's putting up the Ukrainian flag everywhere thinking we should definitely pray for the Ukrainian people. Like uh, Romo Yeah, saying, the people, yeah, exactly. The people. Yeah, the people. But then we should always really yeah. question who's in charge, what's going on, who's pulling the strings and who's involved with, you know, with yeah. what. So it's. A so lot can, more to the story can, than we're Can you guys told. see the link that I sent you? Yep. So I sent the link. Do you guys, do Peter and Dimitri, do you guys see it? Yeah, they'll we're get it. If they, okay, cool. send it. I just send it well, to the chat. You guys, you guys shouldn't open it right now because you guys are on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't, don't open it right now. But after you guys are done, if you guys would watch, the beautiful thing is obviously you guys speak Russian, so you guys don't have to read the subtitles. I had to watch it two or three times, and one time just to read the subtitles, and then one time just to watch and understand putin's face you know what i mean and i I really want you guys to watch that again and tell me that dude's lying and i don't get me wrong i know people are trained to lie and there's really bad liars out there but i feel like all three of us are pretty good at spotting liars i mean yeah i can sniff out a liar pretty quick you know what i mean and it's it's not that hard um yeah that's when you you kind of brought it back to what i was saying before the the service interrupted me I got yeah. four bars right now. But anyways, so that guy, he would watch Ukrainian propaganda all the time, and he would hate Putin. Putin. Putin with a passion. But then he would actually go and listen to uh, Putin's uh, speeches, and he would, like, start liking Putin. Yeah, that's <laughs> and it's kind of interesting. He's like, he's like, darn 
darn it. You know, it's like, he's like, he's such a good speaker that you can't help not agreeing and yeah. liking him when you're listening to him. He's like, and then he would actually turn off Putin, you know, and then go back <laughs> to listening to Ukrainian news and he would start hating Putin again. Yeah. You know, so it'd be kind of funny. And obviously I'm not saying that Putin is a good guy. I, yep. I don't know, you know, what's his Stan- you know, standard, is, standard caveat. <laughs> yeah, so there, there is something about Putin that's kind of hard to absolutely like, you know, yeah, yeah, he's 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 a likable guy. So I don't know. He's probably the most likable uh, t- tyrant or whatever you well, call yeah, a villain. That's what I would call him. Ever, you know? I would call <laughs> him specifically. I would call him. See, there's lots of levels of dictators in this world, and I would call Putin specifically a benevolent dictator. Okay, yeah. that is what he is. Well, like for he, example, the globalist. Let's you know, he's he let's let's call him globalist B. You know, so yeah. we got globalist A over here. The Soros and they, you know, uh, they the. Um, Rockefellers, all this other stuff, yeah. and then uh, the Rothschilds, you know, and then uh, and then we got you know globalist B, we got the you know the Russian Federation or whatever, and Putin, yeah. you know. So, China. but the the globalist globalist B, you know, they're pro family. They're you know they they admire you know they you know the, he's at least you know he's he says he's a orthodox Russian orthodox Christian, whatever you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, and he's he's very he's he's anti-faggots and all this other stuff and you know and it's like he's at least a better globalist than the a-globalist you know well yeah that's exactly right and that's where like i would call him a benevolent dictator because i don't even know if i would call him a globalist because yeah i don't know i don't think he wants to conquer the world i think he actually cares for the russian people and i don't think he gives a crap about any other people which yeah, I I I would stand by that statement because yeah. I, I I think which, that he very much cares for his nation, right? But I don't yeah. think he even cares necessarily about the people of Ukraine. But he does care about how much they hate him or how little they hate him. Because if he can conquer and destroy their government, yeah. literally those people will be go happily go back to the farming and whatever else they're doing over there. You know what I mean? If he doesn't hurt the people and he, you know, Ukraine is known as the breadbasket of Europe. It's known as the most productive country for food in Europe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah. that's the beautiful thing is he really wants that for Russian independence. You know what I mean? He does not want to be at odds with Ukraine. So that's where like everyone's like, oh, Ukraine's kicking Russia's ass. It's like, no, I think Russia's trying to be really careful. Because they know if they yeah. really piss off the Ukrainians, you know. Well, one, one of the yeah. things is that Russia actually sent the most weakest part of their army to Ukraine. I mean, they literally sent in like, you know, 17 year old boys to attack, <laughs> oh to God. attack. You know, he didn't he didn't choose his best of the best soldiers there to go there. You know, I mean, so, I see several of the Russian uh, soldiers that were caught and they're like, I want to go home to mom. You know? <laughs> so, are you are you basing that off of base, the people that got caught? So you're assuming the whole, all of them are like no, that. No, no, no. It was all the, it was all the young kids that got caught. That's, that's kind of messed up. That that makes him seem bad as well. He's like, he's basically sending the first line as just a test run and let them let the 17 year old kids and 18 year old kids die first, and then he'll be like, all right, it's pretty okay. serious. Well, I gotta send. I- Guys, let's make it clear, and, and I do mean this. Putin, he might say some good things. We might agree with some things, but in the end, 
he's still a douche. And there are yeah. a lot of reasons I will call him a douche. One of the reasons is he would he would basically destabilize people in his own country who had successful businesses proceed because he would create a bunch of regulations for those businesses proceed to come in, buy out their business for pennies, then remove those same regulations that he put in and then become even richer. So the, so, you know, he's say what he say, what you will. He's a smart guy. Sure. That's I'll give him that. He's smart. Not a, not a great guy though. Uh, yeah, I, no, no. I heard, again, I heard he's trying to uh, he's trying to put together back the former um, the USSR uh, nations together, basically into uh, just this super for, force like it was before. Well, make make Russia great again, you know. Where well, did you hear that? Yeah, because I again I, these all see that's the thing is like what we do what we do say obviously. I heard he's thinking this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, we we have we have to state. Yeah, exactly. We have to state. Yeah, this is all rumor and conjecture. Now, uh, Roma, yeah. to what you to what you were saying about the businesses, um, I I'm sure he does that to some businesses to to gain money, right? Because he is very rich personally. Like I I do know that I've seen uh some stuff on his personal wealth. The guy is very rich. However, I do know some of the things that he did there, and I would say the bigger reason I would reason I would call him a douche, and I would agree with you. Like I said, he's he's a dictator. All dictators are douches in the end, if you yep. want to call them that. That's the best way to probably say it. But the reason I would give that he's a douche is he was part of the USSR. Yep, he was KGB. You know what I mean? Not only was he KGB, he was extremely high-level KGB that was Is, working. Isn't a douche technically supposed to be doing a good thing for somebody? No, sorry, <laughs> He's a really good sorry. douche. He's a really no, good douche. No, no, but I, I would, I would not with without. So the only reason, I, only way I dis disagree with you, Roma, is I would not call him a douche necessarily for doing the the, the regulations with business unless I knew which ones he was doing that to specifically because i know for a fact he did do that to some of soros's business specifically to kick soros out of russia so, so i would be yeah. okay with the soros thing but yeah, if, yeah. from what i understand is he did it to uh local businesses that were uh yeah and that's retarded obviously we can all I, agree that would be stupid. i think there was like a yeah. steel plant one of them was and then there was like one that was something with uh manufacturing of some sort he like totally destroyed them almost and then yeah. just just got got their whole business and then just removed those same regulations that were destroying them uh yeah. and then be, it became a multi-billion dollar company like it used to be yeah um, so it's like stuff like that that i that i can say wholeheartedly yeah yeah, yeah no and obviously i would agree uh, yeah if I, yeah if you show me that stuff i would i'll 100 agree with you that he's a douche because yeah, of that you know yeah. yeah exactly i think like the biggest thing for me though like i said is is being a double agent and that that you know you guys are all right I, I know i tell you guys to look at his face when he's saying these things specifically about politics and again the, the politics uh are what interests me the most but you guys are right he is ex-kgb and he's not only ex-kgb he's ex-double agent kgb yep and yep. it's like he yep. worked he worked as an eastern uh an eastern german agent so the Eastern Germans thought he was an Eastern German agent. You know what I mean? Like he's an extremely good liar. So that also, you know, gives pause to go, okay, 
yeah, we shouldn't just trust him based on his facial expressions because he's probably taught to lie really well. However, like I said, I mean, the the thing, the reasons he gives are very logical reasons. I mean, they're very well thought out. It's like it's like, and it and that appeals to the chess player in me. But yeah, we can all agree he's a dictator, and it is sad. It's very sad. Yeah. But definitely, um, I think what like especially yeah. with the technology you just showed with the face verifications and all, yeah. you know, all this fake stuff, we gotta definitely make sure we verify the information, you know, because somebody exactly. can say like, "Hey, I heard yeah. he punched the old lady in the face," and based <laughs> on what you're telling me, I'm like, "Oh my goodness, I don't like that," you yeah. know. But <laughs> now right. the question well, is, did that actually well, did happen? You see, of course, you guys saw. The, we get more information on that, Peter. You guys saw that the you know supposedly that was remember I think you and I were talking about it. Supposedly, this Russian tank ran over like uh, a, an old lady in in yeah in, yeah in Kiev. Right? What happened? Yeah, yeah no, that, that that you saw that uh, uh, Dimitri. Yeah. That yeah, turned out it. that turned out to be a Ukrainian vehicle. Ooh, see, yeah, it's straight up. It was uh, Ukra- I, it was a Ukrainian yeah. vehicle, and not only that, just off camera, if you watch the full clip, there's two Russian soldiers being executed, shot in the head. They're on their knees. Oh wow. Hey, I, 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 so it's it like it's like, like the, the media like, spins it. You know what I mean? Perfect. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they show us. They show like us that something. Tank more. actually lost control. That's what he, it he did. He did. He was taking fire. It was a Ukrainian tank. It was a Ukrainian APC taking fire, and he's tried to gun it to get out of there, and he lost control and ran over the old lady. And literally, he felt so bad he got out and tried to help the old lady. But it's so amazing they take that one clip and they go, "Look, a Russian just swerved and ran over yeah. a little old Ukrainian lady." It's like, yeah. oh my gosh, exactly. the lies See, are like insane. A, I yeah, agree. That's like a t- there's always- a tactic what they use. Yeah. Sorry. It's like a tactic they'll use. They'll show a picture or video of a you know old lady that's scraped up and bloodied up, and we hate that. In that picture, we see we're like we're pissed off, and now we're like, who did this? And then now they're cool. Now we got you emotionally ready to be pissed off at someone. Now let's create a story. Yeah. You know, and then they create a story, and then but you, but did you verify that picture? Do you know exactly what was the context of the video before, after, exactly all that stuff? So it's easy to. I just want to make sure that you know I don't just yeah. let my emotions decide what the truth is. You know, I, I want to actually know yeah. the truth. That's I think what this I, I is think, about is that we just genuinely want to seek for the truth, and the truth will set us free. Yeah. I think a perfect example of that would be this right here. Uh, hold Share on a screen. sec. Let me let me. Um, let me share a share the screen faster, yes, Roma. Let me let me share a perfect image. How are you a tech guy? Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's because I have I have a lot of uh, a lot of tabs open, and some of them I can't share because they're related to clients. Oh, okay, but, that's fair. Um, so so this right, yeah, yeah. This is <laughs> yeah. this is a perfect example of the media lie, right? So. Yeah. According to yep. the image, and sorry, it doesn't look that big, but um, oh yeah, that's yeah. So you you can see um, exactly. It's, it's awesome. I love that. Yeah, you yeah. you can see this guy running away, and this guy actually has a knife. But according to them, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy in, in you know he's the bad guy. But that's yeah. that's a per- perfect example in my mind of the media. It just as a general yeah. rule, and know? that's that's what's so scary is like that's why. I, you know, and that's why, like, people are viscerally reacting. Again, we all know Putin should probably not. There, there's, there's not very many reasons he should be in Ukraine, right? right. Period. I and, and, and okay, if hypothetically speaking, if 
there were lots of Russians being killed in Donetsk and in Luhansk. I could see him pushing into those regions, right? I could see that. Or him striking military bases. I could see that. But I still don't believe that I, I, I don't think we know. We don't know any of that. That's the problem. We don't know if that was actually happening or if it wasn't happening, you know, because we have one side that says that. And then we have the whole world on the other <laughs> side saying, no, you're wrong. Uh-uh. And what scares me is the people that are saying yeah. you're wrong. That's the scariest right. thing to me is like, holy cow, all the bad guys are saying you're wrong. All the bad yeah. guys are saying, oh, we must support Ukraine. We must yeah, give yeah. them weapons. So it's literally not the if it was literally just Ukraine and Russia and no one else was saying anything I'm looking at it, I'd go what the heck right Russia she needs to get out of there right yep. that would be my initial gut reaction but because all of the bad guys are screaming this it makes me go oh, okay what's going on here something else is going on here that's what scares me the only so thing- this is the way, this is the way yeah. we're supposed to look at it sorry Rome, I'll, yeah. I'll be real quick this is the way we got to look at it. so there's Two kingdoms right now that are facing off, to, facing off, you know, one another yeah. basically. Yep. Uh, against one Clash another. Clash of two kingdoms. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, but these are two. These two kingdoms, they're both king, uh, dark. Uh, you know, kingdoms of darkness basically. basically. Yeah. We know that that corruption is very big in Russian government. Corruption yep. is big in Ukrainian government. You know, you have the Soros and all the other people that are, you know you know, over this thing. But then there's a, there's another kingdom, basically third kingdom, but that basically, uh, which is the kingdom of Jesus Christ, that there's a ton of Russian people that are in that kingdom. There's a ton of Ukrainian people who are in that kingdom. And so basically there are a lot of brothers and sisters in Christ who are in Russia, in Ukraine and like all over the world. So, you know, so it's like when we did take whole, like can't take, obviously, as a whole, Russia is bad. Ukraine is good, you know. And, and obviously, we've been saying this, you know. We're, we're, we support the people, but yeah. So these are the dark kings that are facing off, you know, facing off each other. And then uh, we got the third kingdom that's like there to like, hey, can we all just get along? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really interesting. Um... All that, but Roma, finish your thought. You were saying something. I was going to say there is one little thing that you guys should keep in mind, though. Even a broken clock can be right twice a day. So, I mean, yes, I agree. But a million broken clocks. Come on, Roma. (laughs) (laughs) Over millions of years. Hey, hey, you know what? They are even a million clocks can be right twice a day. (laughs) What's your point? What are you trying to say to him? Are you trying to say that? No, no, I think he's he's just saying that, that in the end, Russia should not be in Ukraine. And I don't disagree with him there. I, I don't. Th- I don't think. I don't Based think. Based on our limited information that we know, yeah, that's what we think. Though he should be there. So, so and oh, that's no, the maybe, thing. Maybe so, part two. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I will say this, and and I mean this because I yeah. I've done a lot of research on the the Democrats and Soros in Ukraine, and I know how much yeah. they've messed up with the the government. Yeah. If if Putin came in just to destroy their government. I could almost understand it. Yeah, right. <laughs> because because really, yeah, that's like a danger. That's like someone dangerous sitting right next to you. You know he has a gun and he's pointing at you. You're just not sure when he's gonna shoot you. You know, it's just yeah. he's sitting there like, yeah, he's gonna shoot me any minute. Uh, I should probably get rid of him or I should probably move. Um, 
obviously moving is not an option. So I need to get rid of him. So I get it in that aspect, right? Yep. So if he knows about all of this stuff going down and he knows that Ukraine is actually being controlled by a bad actor, I get it. Yep. Still. Yeah, because Ukrainian president is an actor, right? Yeah, and that's the problem. It's exactly right. And that's why, personally, I believe as Christians, we should never be for war, any yep. war, yeah. right? No, like, like, yeah. Because, again, the Bible says that we're not of this world. You know what I mean? Our our home is in heaven. You know what I mean? In the end, it was like, well, in heaven until until Christ brings his kingdom down to earth, and then he turns the kingdom over to God the Father for all eternity. Obviously, our home is with God, right? Yep. And what I believe we should do is in these times, there's Occupy nothing wrong. until he comes. I know, Dimitri, you and I can go on that later. <laughs> what, what, what about the wars of the new, uh, the Old Testament? What do you think about that? Was those... Uh, how you how you explain that away? <laughs> how you explain that away? <laughs> I'm not saying we should promote war. No, but, no. You know, I'm just saying, I, like, I, I, what if you're cornered? I mean, uh, well, basically, <laughs> Jesus told the, uh, the, the, the soldiers, right, that uh, yeah. came to him and said, what do we do? He said, do violence to no man, right? That's what he told them. Do violence yeah. to no man. You know what I mean? And, and that's pretty hard as a soldier. Do violence to no man. That's pretty hard. I, 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 th- you know? I think Jesus basically said, you know, don't use your your power to harm the weak, basically. Something that the sh- soldiers well, are well known, known right. for doing is basically to abuse their power by, you know, bullying the weak people around. Like, hey, you know, give me some food and drink or whatever. You know, here, carry this bag for me, you know. And okay. They're pretty much abusing their power. That that could be one interpretation, but I would say that's an interpretation. The words it's say, the "Do violence to no man, bro." All right, so, gentlemen, so, gentlemen, so. gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. <laughs> I will. Up. We're we're uh, at basically an hour mark. We've actually run a lot longer than we normally do. But I did say on the special that I'm okay with us running a little bit longer as long as the conversation is fine. Um, I, I think we had a pretty interesting conversation. I Hopefully we do this a lot more often. It's a good um, one. <laughs> our, our goals as, as for Man Up or Shut Up team uh, is actually to be at least once a month. At one point, we wanted to do it multiple times a day. Uh, between <laughs> us, like, first of all, none of us make any money from any of this, obviously. You know, uh, yeah. from the obviously we're poor peasants. Even even my people kids are, are like, no one listens to you, Daddy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> people try to pay us to stop. <laughs> no, like, please stop talking. Um, so so, but uh, but we we like the idea that there are some people who are like minded, and there are some people yeah. who do yeah. enjoy um, maybe going down some of the rabbit trails we go down because we enjoy it. But anyway, outside, that's a, that's outside of the point. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, please like subscribe and all the other fun stuff as always, uh, please follow us on rumble. We are actually putting up stuff on there. I need to go back through our catalog and add in all the old stuff. Uh, rumble has its own, system and that's taking its own sweet time um our podcasts seem to have run into a little bit of an issue i'm dealing with that right now so if you didn't see the special on the podcast that is the reason um outside of that thank you so much guys for joining us we will see you again next time